0: Abby. And I'm Caitlin, and today we are discussing Kingdom of the Wicked by Carrie Maniscalco. I have been waiting for this all year. <laughs> She's not lying. She's been trying to get me to read these books for like, yeah, the past year. Probably. I'm so excited. So excited that we're doing these. They are just like a breath of fresh air. Like they're just so different and original. And I love that. Yeah, they really are. Uh, what would you rate this book? So I rated it a 10.34 out of 10 because it deserves the most. <laughs> yeah, so I would also rate this a 10 out of 10. Um, Like what you were saying about it being super refreshing. Like, I just know this series would get me out of a reading slump if I happen yeah. to be one. I wasn't in one, but like, it's like similar to like ACOTAR, like the way it made me feel. Yes. When I was reading it for the first time. And I actually read these pretty much immediately. At Well, I read the first one, like, right after I had read um, the Akatar series. And so, like, it felt like I was just continuing the good vibes. And, like, once I was done reading them, like, I was in the biggest, like, book hangover. Oh, my gosh. I bet because they're both so good. Especially yes. the first time. So we'll start by talking about the characters. Our little main girl I say little main girl because she's 18. Because she is a fucking child. I hate it, but we'll talk more about that. But her name's Amelia. She's crazy. I love her, but she's crazy. (laughs) But, like, she's wild. The entire book. Like, just a complete 180, like, in the first, I don't know, 10 chapters. And you're like, who are you? Which, to be fair, her life was flipped upside down. She literally found her murdered twin um with her heart ripped out of her chest. So that's upsetting. And not to mention she also saw a strange man standing above her sister's dead body and like, like tasting licking her blood. blood off his fingers, yeah. <laughs> so, I do hate that for her. It is a little bit of a jarring image. Um yeah, I feel like she definitely does the best with what she knows because like everyone's always lying to her. However, yeah. however, she does make some like really stupid choices. Like, when Rath is like, don't go in after the Viper a day, because it will kill you, she does. And it almost kills her. She's like, well, you're not my boss, so that's crazy. Yeah, like, she would have died if he it's didn't just, save her. It's so, so funny, though, because it's like, one second she is just absolutely simping over scrawny-ass priest boy Antonio. Antonio. Like, gross. Yeah. And the next minute, she is fully ready to, like, commit murder. Yep. Like, zero hesitation will kill someone. 100%. Which, she was, like, more of a rule follower than her sister Vittoria, but I do think that she's always had it in her to, like, kind of do some of these crazy things, because, like, her and Vittoria, when they were eight years old, they, like, did the exact opposite of what their Nona told them, and they took off their cornicellos, and they, like, had they didn't touch, but, like, they, like, had them close together, and it caused this big, like, flash of light, and they were, like, freaked out. And they got their powers, and... Yeah, so I think she's always had it in her to, like, be curious about these things, but she's just so, like, traumatized and scared because her grandmother, like, literally, since she was a baby, has been, like... the. Demon princes of hell are after you and they're going to eat your souls. <laughs> that's so funny because that's like pretty similar to how she sounds in the audiobook. <laughs> oh my god. It's not <laughs> <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> I I could be an actress. An actress, a voice actor. Um, something with her though, the fact that she can see um what does she call them? Mother no, Luchi- Auras, Lucasari. Yeah, so she can see people's Luchikare, which are, like, Auras. Mm-hmm. And I really felt like that was going to be, like, a bigger deal Yeah, <laughs> than it was. Yeah, the only thing that was, like, different is, like, Rath Luchikare was, like, a different color. And so I guess that's how she could determine, like, who was one of the Malvaji and, like... Yeah. it did seem like it was going to be a bigger deal than it was. Yeah, she's like, now I can see these things. I'm like, oh, cool, like, she's going to do something neat with that. No, <laughs> no, nope, she's just not like, really. She can just do it. There's a little purple glow around people. and I was like, oh, that's pretty. Like, oh, cool. Um, I did really like her though. like i I really enjoyed her character. like she didn't really annoy me like other main female characters do sometimes. Yeah, she was not annoying. She was honestly like, kind relatable. except maybe she it, she did she, some crazy things. She that did I so <laughs> that maybe I wouldn't have. <laughs> Yeah, like I would have been maybe a little too scared to do some of the things that she did, but I love that she just went for it. But you know who I'm like absolutely obsessed with? (laughs) Who? Wrath. Oh my God, same. My king, my little cinnamon roll lover boy, like he can do it all. He's a little scary. He's got that tall, dark, and handsome. He's got that down without even trying. Second of all, He's got that little soft spot for Amelia and Amelia alone, and I just, I love that. I think I like him so much, though, because he is, like, he's so real about his appearance. Like, He, like, takes a lot of, like, extra steps in his appearance. Like, he very much cares, like, how he looks. And, like, I feel like in a lot of, like, fantasy books like this, like, the men are always like, oh, yeah. And he just, he would run his hands through his hair and, like, he didn't care what he wore and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, Rath's my little bougie bitch. Yeah. He's like, I'm not putting that shirt on that Amelia bought at, like, the street vendor no some pig rolled in the mud with this like yeah he was like why does it smell like assholes (laughs) (laughs) he's so real for that I love him so much but also like I was a little upset with him at the end of the book but like other than that like he really built my trust with him and then shattered that I know and I still don't like fully understand why he did that I feel like if people would just be real with Amelia and just like tell her the truth, or just tell the freaking truth. Like she has just been lied to repeatedly, and I feel bad for that. Like she's asking people straight up, like, "What's going on? (laughs) What's going on?" (laughs) They're lying to her face, and it literally has everything to do with her. Everyone's just gaslighting Amelia the entire book. (laughs) I feel so bad. But there were so many times that Raph made us swoon, like when he literally saves her life from the Viper a day because she's like, you said you wouldn't take care of me. And he said, I lied. And then she passes out and you're like, wow, that's really cute. I know. I know. 10 out of 10. Love him. The other I guess, he's not a main male character. But the other like, male character that they kind of focused on in this book is antonio he's a little rat bitch like a rat boy he is just so annoying yeah from the get-go he's annoying and like part of the reason i didn't like him before i even knew he was a little piece of trash is because he has joined the brotherhood so he is like a man of god and yet he's still like low-key flirting with amelia all the time if amelia was like I want you. He'd be like, okay. Yeah, absolutely. He would, especially after he's like, it's revealed that his whole thing is like witch hunting. And I was shook. (laughs) Honestly, he probably would have slept with Amelia and then murdered her. So he could have it both ways. Yeah, he would have. And that's disgusting. And he's disgusting. And that's exactly how it would have gone down. Yeah. Did it say like how long he had known she was a witch? I'm assuming since he knew that Vittoria was a witch. Yeah. But he didn't know that for long, or he didn't suspect that for long. And he might right. not have even truly known it, because he, like, said it was based on when Vittoria joked about the devil. The devil. Th- which it turns out she was telling the truth.
1: <laughs> She's crazy
0: for that. <laughs> <laughs> However, he took that uh, seriously, apparently. And speaking of Vittoria... What a wild card. Really? Like, she was doing some wild stuff. And, like, I love that for her. But why didn't she just, like, give Amelia a heads up? Like, considering they share literally everything, like... Yeah. And I'm sure, like, the, it'll get more into it in the next books. So like, I feel like her story maybe isn't done. Yeah. But... Like, I feel like my feelings would have been hurt. It was really giving like Bryce and Danica type things, like Oh my god, you know, yeah. like Amelia's like, I know I know everything there is to know about my sister. And it's yep. like, haha, no, you don't. That's exactly what it is. And then it's like that betrayal. Again, like, same with Bryce and Danica. Like, whenever you learn that about someone that you're grieving, like it's really hard to forgive them because you don't get to like hash it out with them. They're yeah. not here anymore. So, yeah, like, that's really heartbreaking for Amelia. But, like, the snippets we did see of Vittoria, like, I really liked her a lot. Like I do too. She seemed really cool. And I just have the feeling she's not really gone. Shouldn't be making deals with the devil. I mean, unless you're into that kind of thing. Unless you're into that, for sure. <laughs> um, for the shiftiest lady of them all in this book has to be Nona Maria. Yeah. I don't trust her. She's a liar. Um, she's, yeah, all she does is lie. She just simply was not sad enough about Victoria dying. And I like, feel she like... she was not. I feel like it's because she always knew that it was going to happen. Yeah, like, she somehow, would, like, e- foresaw that. Like mm-hmm. Especially with, like, there's, you know, there's situations going on that are basically, like, prophecies being foretold. And I think she just knew that Victoria was going to be the one who died but like yeah she was not sad enough. and like she's just really holding her cards close to her chest here like like she would not tell amelia about these prophecies she had to do them for claudia i i think there's a lot more going on than this and even like up until the point where like they thought nona was dead yeah <laughs> like no, nona was like fine. i'm still not gonna you can't get rid you. of me that easily. <laughs> She's like, no, no, you don't need to know. <laughs> and you know what? If she had just been up front, maybe Amelia wouldn't have gone with Wrath. I don't know. Maybe. I still would have. I still would have too. I still would have. <laughs> <I still would've. laughs> but speaking of Wrath, we met some of his brothers this book. We'll start with Greed. <laughs> He was so scary. He's <laughs> so scary. so scary. Um, I got nothing but bad vibes from him, but, like, I, He's you know, that's unhinged. fair. Yeah. And then just sends an assassin to, like, slit Nona's throat right in front of Amelia. That's cool. Oh, my God. And, like, I don't know why. I, like, jumped a little when I read that the first time. Like, <laughs> you were, like, she's wait. having, like- She's Fucking having just what, like mate? a whole conversation with Nona and all of a sudden like just a red line appears like overthrows I was like Jesus Christ <laughs> like what is that? Not the jump scare while you're reading. <laughs> like as if I don't have the ability to just like read for a little oh bit, my God. I was like oh. That is so funny. Yeah no he's really scary. And then we have Lust who is not really as scary uh i mean it is a little bit because he like manipulates you yeah like i feel like it could go wrong well i mean that's part of what led amelia to being in almost like a catatonic state oh yeah because like he he took away all the good feelings and then she just felt empty but ever (laughs) the scene like the actual scene of her like dancing under lust's influence and then like the following scenes of like her, like, catatonic state were actually, like, my favorites in the book. They were, because it did just show, like, the loving side of Wrath, even though yeah. he'd never admit that, but, like... I know. It, it was very his sweet. But it and I also, did like... love, like, the whole scene with Les, like, where she mm-hmm. was, like, really, like, showing her true feelings for him. I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, she was straight up trying to maul Wrath, and he was like... If you still want to rip my clothes off when we get home, we can discuss it then. And I was like, like, that's like, so rational. Don't get it twisted. Like I am into this, but yeah. <laughs> he was like, Oh no, no, no. I'm totally interested. However, you are not in a, <laughs> in the right state of mind. So Yeah, we love a consensual king. <laughs> the bare minimum. Love it. Um, Envy. Caitlin, not a big fan. I love Envy. I don't know. He's something special. I feel like he's going to be good. Listen, and Tabby's read a lot more than I have, but I don't like him based on the first book. I do not like him because her first like meeting with him, he forces her to like stab herself in the chest with a knife. Not like stab, but like put the knife to her own chest.
1: I think he was just trying to
0: prove a point. (laughs) He sure did. And then he like kidnaps her family. And holds them captive. It's yeah, fine. Yeah, no, that was wild. Hated that. But also, it's like, he did let them go. It was also, like, for no reason. I don't know what he am Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I'm still a little confused about the whole... Like, I know it was to... Like, we said it was to get out of Amelia, but, like... Again, just to prove a point, I guess. Like, that was... He was doing the most. Maybe he was just, like, trying to spook Amelia in Raph's direction. Maybe. He was like, listen, my brother has a crush on you. (laughs) And... He's just like being a pal, <laughs> he was He's like being a wingman, wing for Roth in the most disturbing way. Listen, I'm sure they have to like spice things up for themselves after being alive for so long. They're like, yeah, this is gonna work. He's literally <laughs> just like, okay, here's what I'll do: I'll kidnap her family, <laughs> and Roth is like, no, 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 don't do that. Like, He's please like, don't. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> He's like, I already did. This They're is locked canon. in the house. <laughs> this is head cannon. This happened. Like, All for you, big brother. Love you so much kisses (laughs) and rath is like no and he just like disappears into smoke (laughs) yeah they're all psychotic like every single one of them they are psychotic (laughs) and i love them and i love that so much yeah Um, i'm so like, well, we do kind of meet Pride in, at the end of the book, but not really. He just kind of possesses Antonio's body for a second. <laughs> He's just, like, low-key. <laughs> <laughs> so we didn't really meet Pride or the other brothers yet. Um, Some side characters that we didn't really talk about, too, are Claudia and Anir. I love Claudia. I adore her. She is such a good friend. Like, she is just a true bestie. I feel like she's done really dirty. <laughs> but. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, like, we talked about this before we started recording, but Claudia is literally Amelia and Vittoria's lifelong friend. And when Vittoria dies, Amelia doesn't speak to Claudia for, like, a month.
1: Like, and, like, she's like this imagine? is what I've
0: been, like threading forever it's like why that's your best friend (laughs) and that's like so fucking hurtful it's like well I'm definitely your best friend (laughs) yeah (laughs) I know it's like on snapchat whenever you get like that like what emoji is it like whenever you are someone's best friend but they're not your best friend back like this is so old this is like from like 2015 but do you know Stop. what I'm talking about? I do. I don't remember you what You would get emoji like a certain then. emoji that was like, "Ooh, that's embarrassing for them." It's like a thumbs up or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, "Wow, why are you so obsessed with me?"
1: That was well, and it's fun. like
0: Claudia literally went crazy to help Amelia out. And Amelia's yeah. like, "Oh, bummer." Yeah, she's like, "Okay, well, won't we'll be talking to you again?" She's like, "Uh Thoughts and prayers. Hope you get better. And then sends her with, like, the fucking priesthood. It's like, good luck, girly. Hope they don't think you're a witch. Yeah, and that's the last we hear Claudia. At one point she's like, wow, I hope she's doing well. It's like, she's probably not. Yeah. (laughs) She's probably actually insane. She's probably not well. Uh, And then we have Anir. Love Anir. I love him already. He's, like, a little comedic relief type character. Yeah. He is Rath's like one of Rath's um servants of his court but basically. I think it's secretly his best friend. Oh yeah, I think like they're a lot closer than they let on to Amelia but Um he's also human um but kind of has you know like some he has some gifts bestowed upon him by Rath that like allow him to like I'm assuming it's like close to immortality, if not like actual immortality, because I don't think he's aged. And basically, like yeah, he goes to the underworld. I'm pretty sure it stops he's, like not aging. Yeah, yeah. So that's the way I understand it. Um, which you know, I'm sure I'll get more information on that. As yeah. I... So hell sounds lit. <laughs> hell does sound lit. And nears having a good time. Yeah, and we get to to take a little visit to hell in book two. So, so excited to, to talk that about that. Um, um, but some stuff that we like to dislike, just some general thoughts and feelings, concerns about the book. I already talked a little bit about this, but like just how absolutely bougie wrath is. Like it just sparked a lot of joy for me <laughs> throughout the book. Wrath <laughs> sparks joy. He does spark joy. Um, Like whatever Amelia like he like perks his finger and like is gonna like rub it into her wound she was like do i have to drink your blood and he was like what is wrong with you like no we're not (laughs) doing that like that's wildly unsanitary as he like rubs his blood into her open wound yeah which i was like "Eh, ah i feel like that's a good point (laughs) but also just like his impeccable sense of style and how picky he was with like his clothes and stuff like it cracked me up the entire time Literally, same. Also, just like the tension in this book, they start off being enemies. And I wouldn't go so far as to call this like enemies to lovers, but like it starts off, and he was like, I would not kiss you, even if you were the last creature on this earth. And it's like, ooh. I was like giggling, kicking my feet in the air. I was like, stop flirting. Like, oh my God, why would you say that to me right now? And then, like, when they finally do kiss, he like pushes her up against the wall, and she's like, I've kissed boys before, but she was like, it was not <laughs> passionate like this. She's like, maybe I was doing it wrong. Yeah, she was like shook at how like I was she enjoyed it. Yeah, that was a passionate scene, like for it being like a non like smut book. Like sometimes I like that though. Like yeah. whenever it's like just hold hands, just exactly. touch. It's like. And then they finally do, attention. and you're like, fuck yeah. <laughs> like, oh my God, he rubbed his blood into her wound. I love like, that. Like, oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> it's really gross. I hated that. But also, just like. I like seeing the character development between the two of them like and, like, the mutual trust they gain in each other. Because, like, whenever Amelia does, like, go into her little depressive episode, like, Rath makes her, like, the cute little witchy bath and, like, the little ceremonial thing to, like, restore her energy and stuff and, like, forces her to, like, play games with him, and he makes her food and, like, buys her clothes and it's just so cute. I know. And, like, assuming, like... I'm sure he did have some sort of general knowledge about witchcraft, like, just because he's lived so long. But I'm assuming that he had to at least, like, look up the specifics of that little ritual. So it's, like, he probably, like, read about it and, like, figured out all the things he needed and then made it happen. Well, I also think he was, like, straight up panicking. He was, like, why is this happening? Like (laughs) he was, like, are you good? It doesn't normally take this long. (laughs) Like, I feel like that was, like, a desperation bath. (laughs) Yeah, and it worked. And also like his soft spot for her, he gets her little gifts as well, like the olive branch ring, which obviously is a good symbol for them at this point in the book. And he gets her like really pretty like bougie gowns because again, like that's super important to him. And so his love language is gift giving. It is. And his gifts are nice. <laughs> oh. Something else I'd loved throughout this book is just, like, at the beginning of each chapter when you get, like, little tips and tricks from the grimoire and it's, like, mm-hmm. a witch can cast this spell on this night with these things. And I'm, like, oh, cool. Yeah. And, and it's it also, also... is, like, a foreshadowing thing. I know, because it would always be, like, relevant to whatever's going on. Yeah. And so it was just, like, funny because it would, like, be at the beginning of the chapter and be, like, a witch should never make a deal with (laughs) with the Prince of Hell. And Amelia's like, anyway, so here's the deal. (laughs) (laughs) If you swear on your life that. (laughs) Let's strike a deal. Um, Also, just like her little cooking tips throughout the story, too. She's like, yeah, and I think I'm going to pair this pasta with some garlic and pesto and olive oil and all this. And I'm like, -mm 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 that sounds delicious. The flavors are melting on my tongue. Okay, here's some things we didn't like. There's only two. <laughs> <laughs> There's only two. Um. Uh, personally, I didn't love the age gap. I know Tabby doesn't either. Yeah. Um. Kind of just it. pretended it didn't exist. Like in my mind, Amelia's twenty five. Same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's not a baby. She's we 25. figured that like twenty five is like, like you can't go wrong with that. Her like, brain's fully formed at that point. Yeah. She's an adult. It's, like, a respectable adult age. Like, 21, we've decided, is, like, the bare minimum. Bare minimum. And, like, even that's, like, I don't know, Chief. That's still a little young. So I did actually just pretend that, yeah, she was not 18. Yeah, and I mean, that's just a common thing. And these books started off as the young adult category. And so, like, I understand, like, that's the kind of the appealing to the audience type of thing like they're going to be 18 they're going to be young adults like I get that but when you're going to have them like have a romance involved immortal like supernatural like let's just not make them teenagers let's just not do that right I don't like that same with like um twilight i was I, just thinking that <laughs> like why are these vampires hanging out in high school that's i was creepy. like you know he was 17 when he died but but now he's he was 100. like 100 something and like why like why would they want to spend their time with literal children it's creepy i wonder if like their brains stopped developing i mean obviously because they're dead it's yeah. like what if they just have like a 17 year old mindset I mean, I guess so, except they're all just, like, really fucking smart because they've, like, lived long enough to know everything. Well, also, 17, when he was 17, is basically, like, the new 30, so. <laughs> so still, he should, he, 17 years old, we should just be glad he wasn't going for a 13-year-old. Yeah, it's like, he period. should be married with, like, 12 kids by 17. Yeah, like, uh okay, it could have been worse. But you know what? Like, let's just decide... As a society, just stop doing that. It's like, it's okay to make them older. No one's going to care. We'll all still relate to the 21-year-old. Yeah. Also, like, I was just, it's not even a, a gripe. It's not a concern. It just made me mad. With Rath's betrayal at the end, like, she built up such a great character. And, like, I knew it was coming. Like, I knew it was. But still, like, it hurt so bad when he was, like, Yep, sign this contract, I'm taking you to hell, so I'm not gonna have anything else to do with you, haha. Yeah, that shit hurted. I'm like, damn, okay. I just really, like, I felt how she was feeling. I think I was more upset than she was. Yeah, because she even was, like, fine. Like, she was mad enough to, like, not be hurt by it. She's like, yeah, let's go. I was like... (laughs) I think I'd be (laughs) sobbing on the floor right now, personally, (laughs) with no one to talk to because my sister's dead. My best friend is literally insane. Way better than I would (laughs) have. She really did. We kind of like talked about this, like the tropes in this book. It's not really enemies to lovers, but like that's the vibe for sure. I think it's hard to do tropes sometimes too with like young adult based books. Like I feel like. Yeah. Tropes, like. like Like, maybe they're not, like, as strong as they would be in, like, a rom-com. Yeah. And those are usually, like, heavy on the tropes. Um, But there is also, like, if you guys like forced proximity. I do love forced proximity, personally. Yeah, it's 10 out of 10. And then also just, like, for the storyline, like, outside of their relationship is um, a bit of a chosen one type trope for Amelia. She's, like, Mm -hmm. fulfilling a prophecy. So all in all, like really good storyline as well like you oh, said super so original. Excited. like yeah i can't wait to read the rest of the books and discuss them on yes um we do have a couple discussion questions to go over i'd actually like to reword my first one okay. um so initially what i wanted to know is which deadly sin would you most likely be talked into sleeping with but i think i'd rather know like which house would you align yourself with and if you want to add in the second part like feel free as well which house would I align myself with? Okay, let me think about this because I have to think about all the sins. I do feel like I could see myself aligning with pride, unfortunately. Yeah. I think that is one of my most, um, and I've gotten better. I've been working on some of my, like, stubbornness and my pride mm-hmm. as I've, you know, as I've grown and matured. But, like, definitely, like, when I was Amelia's age, especially, like, when I was 18, I was a little hard-headed asshole. So I could definitely see myself aligning with that house. And, like, maybe I would even be most likely talked into sleeping with the the Prince of Pride. I don't know. But I would say based on, like... The actual princes in this book, as they're described, super into Wrath, obviously. But that's yeah. because, like, the book is written in that way. Right. Um, But I am intrigued by Pride, and I want to know more about it. So I think I would probably align myself with House Envy, probably. I feel like that's one that, like, a lot of people probably succumb to a lot. Because mm-hmm. it's like, everyone has something you don't have. Yeah, like it's easy to do. However, I think lust would probably be the one. Like, if I had to choose, one, like you know, he's probably a good lover. Oh my god, yeah, <laughs> literally, like probably the best out of all of them. Yeah. So <laughs> <I'm> yeah, <blushing. laughs> I right no, so yeah, I would align myself with envy, mm-hmm. but I could and would be talked into sleeping with lust. I feel like I could and would be talked into sleeping with all of them except for Gluttony and Sloth. Okay, so here's the thing with that, though. And, like, we'll get into it the more we read the books. But they're actually really funny. Okay. I do love a good sense of humor. Like... You think that, and then you meet the rest of the brothers, and you're like, okay. Yeah, because they just, like, the sins themselves don't sound sexy, but, you know, maybe yeah, maybe the princes of those houses are good. And we will definitely talk more about them when we, because they're really kind of in the third book the most. Okay, well, I'm excited then to learn yeah. about them. A second question, I feel like I already know what you're going to say. Would you or would you not marry the devil if it came with hella perks, like immortality? Um. Yeah, I think I would because yeah, would. yeah, I would. You know, Anir made it seem like it's probably not that bad down there. Like he chose to go mm-hmm. to hell, and so it's like if Anir's having a good time, like yeah, like I'll have a good time. And you get to be immortal. That's the shit. And so you get like special like, things from the house that you like are align yourself with. Yeah. No, that's true. My biggest thing would be like, does my life on Earth like suck? or is it pretty chill? Oh, yeah. Because if Amelia's I'm like, kind of sucks. Happy, Amelia's kind of sucks. So, like, yeah, if I'm in Amelia's position, yes, 100%. But, like, I'm thinking about, like, okay, my life as it stands right now, like, on this yeah. earth is, like, pretty chill and comfy and I'm happy and For I have sure. a bunch of people that I love. So, I'm like, no, it wouldn't be worth it to me. But, like, if I, like if I had, were an orphan. If my loved ones died and then I was just, like, fucking thrown into the wolves like Amelia was, yeah, I would. I would do it in a heartbeat. That's a hard choice. Yeah. I mean. it's like, or you could live forever. I know, but I feel like I would be, like, that wouldn't persuade me personally, but I understand oh, really? why it would persuade I it. think it would persuade me. Yeah. Also, like, but it's like, here's the, here's the caveat there. Would it suck there? Like, am I going to hell sight unseen? Can I look at it first? Yeah, can you, like, look at it before you decide? They'd probably tell you no. Then I don't know, because, like, what if it's terrible? Okay, well, maybe. Because then you just signed up for, like. Whenever you're, like, striking the bargain, maybe you specifically throw that in. Like, I have to see it first I'd and decide to visit. <laughs> choosing this. And then that's just part of your terms. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right can you bargain with the devil like that yeah yeah okay yeah we make the rules here uh, uh solid, <laughs> solid maybe i definitely feel like yeah it would be like immortality and like cool powers would be enough to like pull you yeah i can like be yeah persuaded pretty easily <laughs> but would you still come visit me yeah no for sure okay i'll be if like was, doing like, my little summoning circle <laughs> Yeah, I just do my little summoning circle, and I'll just, like, cut off a bunch of your hair before you go. So yeah. I, yeah. Perfect. Because <laughs> I'd miss you. It's fine. Yeah, see, it's fine. There's loopholes here. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, so in this book, they talk a lot about, like, there being light witches and dark witches, and so... Um, Amelia and her family are all what they would consider light witches so they are use a lot of like earth-based magic mm-hmm. and then you have like Claudia's family who practice like the forbidden types of magic mm-hmm. so which do you see yourself practicing like if you were a witch? I think genuinely if I were a witch I would be more likely to be a light witch but I do I wouldn't like I wouldn't view dark magic as something bad or immoral like Amelia's family. Mm -hmm. I just think I would be more likely myself to, like, practice light magic. And Uh, then I'd probably, like, I would make some good friends who practice dark magic in case I needed, like, a homie. You know what I mean? I think I'd want to know, like, both. Yeah. Like, if that's an option. Like, because I feel like they're just, they just, like choose not to learn like dark magic because I wonder if like Claudia's family like only learned like forbidden magic or if they can also do it like Amelia and her family does in addition to like the darker magic that's a good question let's say just for the sake of this question to make it more interesting that you have to pick like you can only okay, okay, one okay. or the other I feel like the darker magic is like a little more powerful, but yeah. I do like the idea of the light magic because it is earth based. And so I feel like it's a mm-hmm. lot of like dealing with like herbs and dealing with like, um, like using like dirt and they use like cemetery soil, stuff like that. Like, yeah, that was really cool. And I think it was very wholesome. I know. And but I, feel like I, I think I'd be more I, likely to do that. I think if I had to choose, like, I'd want to use like the more powerful magic. Yeah. Yeah, and that would be more beneficial to you because then when the devil comes along and says, hey, will you marry me and I'll give you immortality, you'd be like, yeah. Yeah, and I can also do this really cool trick. But that's why I I feel like your answer is is what I expected. I feel like you would do dark magic and I would do light magic and then we would just be best friends. And it would work out, yeah. (laughs) We would just live in our own little hut in people and can be cottage. like oh yeah they, they they do all kinds of magic up there <laughs> just send them send them our way oh uh, it'd be so cute oh my god imagine we should write that book we should draw that Sister down Witches, one does light magic one does dark magic i love okay. it last question do you feel based on this book alone and no like prior knowledge like let's say Let's say you hit your head and you lose all your memories. But then you read this book. Do you think you could cook a bomb ass meal just based on this book alone? Yeah, I think so because it's like any time they talked about literally a single piece of food, they're like here are the step-by-step directions on how to cook it and all the ingredients and needed I could for it. smell it. <laughs> like like they weren't just like yeah, we made pasta primavera. Like this is what we did to make the noodles from scratch. And this but is the ingredients. I literally have. like taught you how to make fish stock. I was like, oh my I God. I was like, wow, we're really going. And that's why this book was so long. <laughs> it's because <laughs> it was also a cookbook, it's a recipe book, Family Recipes by Noah. And Netflix. I really loved it. I was never tired of it either, because sometimes in a book, if it's like describing something too long, I'll kind of skim over it. No, I read every word. No, because she wrote it so beautifully and like so detailed that you're just like, wow, I can I was smell like, that food. I want to eat that. <laughs> yeah, agreed. I feel like I also could make something really good based on literally just this book. She made bread sound delicious. I know like everything. So when she brought that meal to the monastery, and yes. it was like it was basically just like bruschetta. and yeah, I was like, oh my God, like yum. that sounds like the tastiest treat I've ever had. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah, ten out of ten. Love this book, and we are going to for next week's mini sode attempt to fancast. <laughs> <laughs> it's been so hard you guys don't understand okay so first of all there's no like show or movie in the works but we were just kind of thinking you know if they ever make one here's what we would do so we struggled with this fan cast more than we have ever struggled with any other and that's saying like, a lot because like you guys know we can't see faces in our heads and yeah. we saw it's we have really no hard and also just like We'll talk more about it, obviously, in the mini-sode. But we spent so much time Googling very specific things that just don't feel ethical to Google. Like, we're on a list now. <laughs> like, trying to find, like, specifically only Italian actresses, but only a specific age. Like, it was just, like, really... It was rough. And unfortunately, um, looked like the beginning of a hate crime to find people to fan cast this episode so we did that for you join us then that's next week so yeah we'll be starting the second book in this series called kingdom of the cursed it gets even better we're very excited to talk about it but yeah that's what we have so far for the next couple weeks so we'll talk to you guys next week and as always let's get lit